hey guys welcome back to the podcast my headphones are really loud holy man um okay hi guys welcome back to the podcast uh my name's em if you don't know now you know i'm so happy that you're here how was your week um what'd you do what did we talk about last time oh it was just kind of like a chit chat catch up last time i think right Um, is that wrong i think that's right um so that was fun i hope you guys liked that i had so many people message me which was crazy um but yeah like i had so many people message me and say that they really liked that episode they really resonated with like shit that was talked about in that episode so i'm happy about that um here's the thing (laughs) this week is gonna suck um not actually i'm really excited to talk about it but it's definitely gonna be weird to talk about it i don't know so we'll get to that we'll get we'll get on to it because i don't want to like beat a dead horse by the end of this is that the saying i think it is but i might be wrong anyways um yeah how was your week guys i had kind of a shitty week but that's okay honestly it wasn't that bad i shouldn't complain overall it wasn't that bad um just like some little shit that kept happening that was really frustrating but my workouts were good this week my food was good this week all of that felt nice and dandy um (laughs) i don't know i okay here's one frustrating thing so i started an instagram for my job like for where i work i started an instagram And then within like three days, it got um, disabled. So I spent all day yesterday trying to fill out all the paperwork and get it so that I could get the account back. And then I just got the notification like an hour ago that it's permanently disabled. So I will not be able to get back into it. So it's a good thing that I like just started it. I had like six followers, so it's fine. Like it wasn't anything major, but I was just frustrated because I don't know what violated guidelines like i have no idea i tried kind of well i tried kind of looking into it and seeing like if any of the stuff i'd posted would have somehow gone against god and nothing like i couldn't find anything so yeah that sucked (laughs) i don't really i don't know but that's fine um today was actually really good it's saturday normally i record well i say normally i record on fridays i don't um Normally, I try to record on Fridays. Like, that's always the plan. Very rarely does that actually happen. Normally, it's a Saturday night thing. But, so yeah, it's Saturday night again. (laughs) Um, And I honestly had kind of a good day. I didn't go to the gym today, which kind of sucked because I was hoping to go. But I realized that I needed to go, like, early this morning. It was free drop-in day at the gym, which means that it would have been absolutely packed. So it just, like... I don't know so i didn't go we're gonna go tomorrow morning and have just like a little bit of a longer workout to get a couple things done which will be nice um but yeah i kind of i really wanted to like not put pressure on myself this weekend to like have the clean well to like have the house cleaned top to bottom i feel like every weekend i go into it with this expectation that i'm gonna have like absolutely everything cleaned for the rest of the week like i'm gonna clean it on saturday or sunday and then the house is spotless for the entire week 
simply never happens. I just end up spending all weekend stressed about the fact that I like am half cleaning and then I get tired of cleaning so then I do something else. I didn't do that today. I kind of told myself last night, I was like, nothing has to get cleaned. I have been doing better at like keeping up with stuff during the week, which is nice. So like the house didn't have to be cleaned today. But I woke up and I did find myself motivated to just like do some very minor stuff. So like I moved my bedroom around a little bit and I cleaned the bathroom and I kind of deep cleaned the kitchen cabinet, like gutted a bunch of stuff out of the kitchen cabinet, which was nice. But yeah, somehow I got more accomplished today than I normally do in an entire weekend. And I think it simply had to do with the fact that I wasn't stressed out about having to clean, which is ridiculous, but whatever. Um, so yeah, I did that. What else? I don't feel like anything else has happened this week. I don't know. Oh my god, guys, I have a massage coming up next week, and I am so excited for it. I haven't had a massage in probably, like, three, four years, which is crazy, because it used to be something that I was doing, like, semi-regularly, because it really helped with my, like, back pain and hip pain, um... But yeah, so I have a massage on, I want to say it's Thursday, something like that. And then my staff party is on the weekend, which is also going to be interesting. Here's the thing. I've only worked at my job for like three months. And although I'm like, like, I really enjoy everybody that I work with. I really like them all. We get along really well. I feel like it's a whole different situation to like go to a fancy dinner together and like see everybody super hammered (laughs) um because yeah we're like all going out for supper and then we're going to axe throwing and escape rooms which i think is going to be like unreal it's going to be so much fun i haven't done an escape room since i was like 16 i think like i was in florida last time i did it which is wild but yeah so i'm excited for that i have no idea what i'm gonna wear i don't know what the like attire is (laughs) And also, apparently I'm going to be the youngest one there. The other girl that's, like, close to my age isn't going. So now, like, the next closest to my age is, like, four years older than me, which is not bad. But I'm like, I don't know what is going to happen. So I don't know. That'll be interesting to see what goes on with that. But yeah, so that's what's happening next weekend. Next episode, you guys will be able to get the recap of how it went i guess i don't know um i had something that i was gonna talk about and now i can't remember what it was i have absolutely no idea but that's okay um maybe we'll just like jump into what today's gonna be because it's gonna suck (laughs) in a good way like it's not gonna be bad but it is just gonna i don't know it's gonna suck a little bit um so how do i i don't know how somebody even like jumps into basically what we're going to be talking about today is like birth order and mainly like oldest daughter syndrome i guess it's not like an actual syndrome but that's just what people call it basically just like what the reality of being the oldest sibling but oldest daughter specifically means and how that affects your relationships and your development and like all of these things because it has such an insane effect so yeah i so remember last week how i said that my mom like sent me that poem or whatever and i linked it in the bio so that you guys can go read it that's what really stemmed 
me like wanting to talk about this it's always something that i've wanted to talk about because it's something that i find super interesting but i don't know i didn't know how to just like raw dogs start talking about it when there was no like catalyst for it yeah i don't know so here's the thing yeah i don't know i have a couple different websites that we're gonna kind of read from and then we're just gonna chat about it because i feel like this is something that like people talk about but not really and it's just one of those things so if you don't know um oldest daughter syndrome is this is coming from uh charliehealth.com by the way Oldest daughter syndrome is a term used to describe the unique challenges and expectations that are often placed upon the eldest child in a family. Um, as a firstborn daughter, these children are often expected to set an example for their younger siblings, taking on more responsibility and acting as a role model. So yeah, that kind of is like the summary of it. And there's a lot of different, like, they keep going. One of the main aspects of the theory included oldest children having more responsibilities and neuroses compared to their other siblings. While being the oldest daughter can lead to a strong sense of leadership and independence, it can also create a sense of pressure and a feeling of having to constantly strive for per- for perfection. <laughs> Sorry. I struggle with reading out loud because, <laughs> I don't know, for some reason this is making me like uncomfy to talk about, just, I don't know. Um, anyways, as I was saying, I'm the oldest sibling. I have two younger siblings and they are a lot closer in age to one another than they are to me so everybody used to joke when i was younger and like even now we joke that they are the twins and there's me (laughs) which i don't know it's like a weird there was always like a sense of isolation when it came to like me from my siblings and i think a lot of that just had to do with the fact that um a we are very very different personalities like especially when we were younger it was insane how different we all were and their personalities meshed a lot better than mine did with them um and like yeah they were just closer in age like they were like less than two years apart whereas i'm like exactly four years older than my sister so it's just like i don't know so there was that (laughs) and i think like i think part of why i felt so much of like oh oldest sister syndrome or whatever is based on my personality everybody like every adult in my life growing up always said like oh you have such an old soul oh you're like a million years past where you're actually at you know like that type of thing i think a lot of that is like there is this unspoken responsibility and like unspoken pressure that is put on oldest siblings from everybody like that's not just like through parents or through siblings that is just like there is like a societal pressure that okay you are the oldest sibling like you are the responsible one all of this responsibility falls on you and i don't know it just feels like a lot of people are forced to grow up prematurely like forced to grow up way before they actually should i don't know and it's also like I think it's important to talk about the fact not everybody has this like not everybody feels this way i have like had friends in the past that were also the oldest sibling and oldest daughter in specific and their personalities again worlds different and we would have conversations about stuff like this and like i never felt like that i never had that feeling i never anything 
so it also has to do with your personality your role in your family like that type of thing everybody's like childhood is different everybody's upbringing is different family dynamics vary so much so i don't want anybody to take this as like if you're the oldest daughter you have to have all of these characteristics if you don't that's great they they have like a list of like symptoms or like signs of this complex i guess you could say so some of them are like having a strong sense of responsibility feeling a need for control carrying the heavy weight of parents expectations perfectionism struggling with same age relationships which that one is such a fucking doozy in my life like that anyways um feeling resentment towards your family whether that be parents or siblings whoever it is um putting others before themselves people pleasing heightened anxiety heightened depression that type of thing and like there's so much more that can go along with that that's not like i'm not saying that's like cut and dry this is exactly how it presents in every single person but that's just like some of the shit that tends to i don't know like go along with this type of thing and it's such a weird feeling because I don't know it was never something that i really realized had like a name or that other people experienced growing up like obviously like as i got older it was more you know like people talked about it more but for a long time it felt like one of those things of like i felt like i was just being ungrateful and i was being like self-centered and egotistical because i was mad and angry a lot as a kid because i was like why do i feel like i have to take care of all of these people in my family why do i feel like i have to take care of my parents why do i have to feel like i have to take care of my siblings like why is that something that i feel i have to do when nobody's ever told me that like it was never something that we like my parents sat me down and had this conversation with me of like you need to take care of your siblings, but quite the opposite. <laughs> my parents repeatedly told me growing up that I needed to remember that I was their sibling and not their parent. And like, I was not their caregiver. But still, there was just like this, I don't know how to like describe it, but it was just this feeling of like, if I don't take care of all these people in my life, if I am not worried about everybody else's health and well-being and everything else before I'm worried about myself, everything's gonna crash and burn (laughs) like the whole the whole systems the whole family system is gonna fall apart if one day i wake up and decide to be selfish and just take care of myself not to like be a pin cushion for anybody like if i only was to focus on myself for a day the whole system would fall apart and like that's not true but eight-year-old me was convinced that that was true like that was like I don't know and it sucks because like I also feel like like I've always been a pretty I don't I don't want to say like any of the words that I normally say because they sound bad like if I say that I'm a selfish person or that I'm egotistical or self-centered it's seen as a bad thing which maybe it is who knows but I've always like I I don't know how to explain it because i like want to look out for myself and i do look out for myself but only up to a certain point because if me looking up to myself well if me looking out for myself is at the harm of somebody else suddenly i don't care 
like suddenly their needs have to overtake mine because heaven forbid I piss somebody off. Heaven forbid I make somebody feel like I don't care about them or that I can't take care of them. (laughs) You know, like, I don't know. I don't know. And that sucks. That in and of itself sucks. And like, I feel like it's just lonely. You know, like sometimes it gets really fucking lonely because growing up, like everybody looked up to you. Everybody was like clingy and had all these expectations of you and you didn't have that you know like as the oldest daughter specifically everybody has all these expectations of you and from you everybody like needs to look up to you and you are left sitting there with nobody to do the same i guess like you don't have that person to look up to and to like have all these expectations for and that just fucks with your head like it's such a trippy feeling i guess like It just, it sucked feeling like the bossy older sister that nobody actually wanted around, but everybody relied on. And that hurts my heart. Like that, (laughs) that sucks. And it sucked back then and it still sucks feeling like your role in the family is again, like the bossy older sister that everybody needs something from, but nobody actually wants there. You know, heaven forbid, you actually like engage with anything um but also you can't leave you can't not be there because then somebody is going to need something or they need you for something but you can't be there you know i don't know if that makes sense but yeah and i feel like there's also i don't know this is gonna be rambly i think because i did like a little bit of notes and i found a couple websites and stuff like that but The more I kind of tried typing notes out and stuff, it felt like I was just reading an essay and I didn't want to do that because that's not the point. But one thing that sucks or that sucked when I was younger, like however you want to look at it, I constantly felt like I was either doing too much or not enough. And like in that was in every part of my life that was in school that was at home that was in sports whatever it was i was either doing way too much or i wasn't doing enough and i was a disappointment you know i was either over exerting myself and i was being a try hard and all that or i was lazy and i didn't care and <laughs> i was disinterested which ah that's i think that's why like when my mom sent me that poem was that like two weeks ago now i had to go sit in the bathroom at work and have a little cry because the whole poem is like it doesn't say that it's for like oldest siblings it doesn't have that anywhere but it very much felt like something that was written for people in that position who are constantly being told that they are either doing way too much or they're not doing enough there's this frustrating aspect that comes along with being the oldest child uh, in general doesn't matter whatever um there's like this frustrating isolation that comes along with it because here's the thing even though i saw a tiktok about this and it really like it was a really good tiktok um (laughs) i couldn't tell you who made it i didn't save it i looked for it for like two hours before this if i can find it i'll link it but It was basically talking about the fact that the oldest child 
grew up with their parents, whereas the youngest sibling is raised by the parents. And that, <laughs> that was like, what the fuck? Um, and not in like a diss towards my parents, not in like a bad way. My parents were super young when they had me. They got married pretty young and then they had me pretty young. Like, granted, I'm only four years older than my sister. Four years is not that big of a difference. But it is a big difference between like your first kid and your third kid four years later, you know? So where like all of my firsts my entire life were also my parents' firsts with their kid. You know what I mean? Like I was their first kid to sit, to stand, to walk, to talk, to go to school, whatever it was. All of the firsts that I've experienced in my life are also theirs. Whereas for my brother and sister, it is some of their lasts. You know, like my sister's firsts are lasts for my parents. (laughs) Those S's are hard to say, but you know what I mean? So like my sister graduating high school this year that is a first for her this is going to be the first time that she ever graduates high school this is going to be the last time that my parents ever have a kid graduate high school you know so i think that changes a family dynamic so much and it also changes like i don't know it feels like there's like a weird isolation for oldest kids because you very much like you're growing up with your parents as they grow up Whereas, and I want to preface this, my parents raised me very well. Like, my parents did a good job raising me. I don't want to make it seem like I'm like, they didn't really raise me or anything. I'm not saying that in the slightest. I'm saying, like, quite the opposite. But just, like, the dynamic of my relationship with my parents compared to my brother's relationship with my parents or my sister's. Um, I grew up with my parents, whereas my siblings were being raised by parents, you know? So, like that just creates a weird dynamic and also the fact that my siblings were so close in age and naturally were not super independent or like self-sufficient not again not in a mean way but just like right off the bat i was always like i wanted to do everything for myself i did not want help i and i'm still like that (laughs) but my mom will always bug me and say like emily didn't want help with anything you could not help her she wanted to figure it out herself or else she didn't care to figure it out my siblings were not like that. So a lot of attention went into my siblings because they were close in age. So it was like two toddlers, two babies at the same time. And then there's Emily, you know? Um, so like that creates a weird isolation of like, okay, uh, I'm here, I guess, you know? <laughs> and like, that's a common thing. Again, that's not like a me exclusive thing. That is a common thing that is like researched in parenting in development in all of that is the fact that odd number of children will experience isolation periods like that especially with an age difference between them and the other siblings so i yeah i don't know like that was always a weird feeling and it was also so like my siblings didn't really play sports growing up i played every sport that i could so i wasn't home very often (laughs) like i would wake up for school oftentimes my dad was already gone for work and my mom was like getting out of the door to go to work and then we would get home off the bus and i would have to quickly get dressed and then i would go walk to the rink for like four o'clock and then i would be at the rink until nine o'clock and by the time that 
I either got a ride home or somebody came to pick me up. Everybody else in the house was asleep. <laughs> so like I had a lot of nights of like sitting at the dinner table alone eating supper, not because they didn't want me to eat dinner with them, but because my lifestyle choices didn't allow for it. So like even with that, then it was just like, okay, there's like there's my parents, they're a team. There's my siblings, they're a team because they're best friends, whatever. And then there's Emily. <laughs> and simultaneously, I felt like I had to be the one to keep the peace. Um, I like, I don't know. I think, I'm not feeling, I'm so similar to my parents in the worst way. <laughs> not that it's a bad thing to be similar to my parents, but I pull the, like, I pull on the traits from both of them that, annoy themselves <laughs> so like i'm argumentative i'm stubborn i'm all of these things that can make relationships difficult make interpersonal relationships difficult because i don't know so like that it was just i don't know it's like a whole mumble jumble of this perfect storm that resulted in like me feeling this like big giant looming sense of responsibility for my family's like, I don't know. And it's, I don't know. My mom's all the oldest daughter. So if you know anything about being the oldest daughter's oldest daughter, oh, holy shit. <laughs> Hectic chaos sometimes in the best way possible now. But growing up, it was like two hyper independent and two hyper responsible people trying to coexist and like creating this weird tension of like how do i explain this without i didn't want to feel like i had to rely on anybody and i didn't want to rely on anybody like i just felt like i couldn't um i felt like it the second that i asked somebody for help everything was gonna fall down like the whole house of cards that was my life was gonna come tumbling down the second that i asked somebody else to place a card you know because if you've ever built a house of cards first of all so fucking difficult why is that so hard but it's really easy to do it with one person the second that you have somebody else involved it becomes really hectic <laughs> um and that's how i felt about a lot of my life is that it was like this very carefully put together house of cards that would fall apart at the simplest breeze and if like if somebody walked by too fast the whole house was going to come down. So asking somebody for help or telling somebody that I like needed them was worst case situation. Like that could never possibly happen. And I think that's like a personality trait that I get from my mom. <laughs> so like it's two people trying to build a house of cards in the same building, not wanting each other's help, not wanting somebody else to place a card, but also simultaneously like growing this resentment for the fact that well, she won't let me place a card and I and then she's like, well, she won't let me place it. You know, I don't know if that makes any sense. But yeah, that's I've a lot of a lot of the time. That's what like if you're the oldest daughter's oldest daughter, you fucking know the like the whole feeling that can come about it. And in the best again, I want to say best way possible. I love my mom to pieces. She's my favorite person. So that's not like being said in any way of like resentment or anything like that like quite the opposite i'm just trying to like explain the dynamic that comes along with that 
also i saw a tiktok of this girl explaining what it's like to be the youngest daughter's oldest daughter and i will forever be grateful that my mom is also the oldest daughter because that dynamic feels like a fucking nightmare but anyways as i was saying i think a lot of people and a lot of again oldest daughter how many times can i say oldest daughter in an episode but i think a lot of people grew up with this notion in their life and this like narrative in their life that everybody around them was never going to be content with where they were at they were either too much or too little they were too big they were too small they you know whatever it was and i think like it really fucks with a person's like self-esteem and also they're like i don't know how to like i don't know it really just messes up your like perception of yourself and what you deserve and what you can do in your life um okay so like the poem that my mom sent me is called breathe it is by i think her name is becky hemsley if that's wrong i apologize i know that i linked it in i credited her in the bio or like in the show notes last time but there's like a couple i'll just read like a couple of the little what are those called in a poem i haven't taken english in a long time stanzas is that what a poem's paragraph is called? I don't know. Um, okay, let's go ahead. She sat at the back and they said she was shy. She led from the front and they hated her pride. They asked her advice and then questioned her guidance. They branded her loud, then were shocked by her silence. When she shared no ambition, they said it was sad. So she told them their dreams and they said she was mad. They told her they'd listen, then covered their ears and gave her a hug whilst they laughed at her fears. Um, so yeah, that's that. <laughs> and I think there's like, it's not a very long poem. Go, I would recommend go reading it because it was, it's really, really well written. Like it's such a pretty poem. Um, and like the end of it is talking about like her finding her place and finding a place that feels like she can be whoever she, whatever. Um, so yeah, I think that's also something that goes so closely with like with birth order and with being the oldest and having all of these like weird pressures on you that nobody explicitly tells you these pressures are put on you but like you know you know um <laughs> does that make any sense probably not psychiatrists psychologists scientists have done a bajillion studies on birth order and like how that affects kind of personality i guess so this is from psych central um and we're just gonna kind of like go through and see their like summaries firstborn child personality the eldest sibling has high expectations placed upon them as they're ex as they're expected to set a good example for their siblings and this is some of the traits of firstborn or oldest child controlling yeah <laughs> conscientious cautious reliable achievers and structured um middle child according to adler middle child middle children often feel squeezed between their older and younger siblings they feel like they've been robbed of any position of significance within the family and some of their personality traits are peacemaker people pleaser and social butterfly and then youngest child the youngest child is the baby, quote unquote, of the family, and this position is never taken away from them. 
As a result, the youngest child can become spoiled by their parents and older siblings in the family. This can lead to the youngest children wanting to become, quote, bigger, unquote, instead of being the perpetual baby. They make big plans for their lives that don't pan out. Um, And some of the traits are fun-loving, attention-seeking, outgoing, and self-centered. And then there's also only children, which is a wild concept to me. Here's the thing. I don't know very many people that are only children. I'm trying to think of anybody in my life right now that's an only child. I don't know, honestly. I feel like it is rare. At like people my age, I feel like their parents were popping out a couple. Very few people were sticking with one. Um, <laughs> um, Aldrian theory suggests that only children are often, quote, miracle babies. They enjoy complete attention from both parents, which can lead to them being spoiled like the youngest children. They often don't have to share their parents with siblings. Well, yeah, because they're only child. Um, Anyways, so they may have difficulty sharing attention and belongings as they age. Since they grow up with adults and no peer siblings, they may seem mature for their age and talk and act like, quote, little adults, unquote. And some of their traits are perfectionists, diligent leaders, and conscientious. So similar to oldest children, trait-wise, and just like personality-wise, and again, I feel like that stems from just that age difference between a lot of older siblings and their younger siblings. A lot of people that I like grew up with or that I know if they have multiple siblings and they're the oldest, there's a significantly bigger age difference between them and the next sibling compared to the middle child and the youngest, you know? So I think that is like in tune with the like isolation feeling that you can sometimes get when you have that age difference, when you are the oldest. Um, But yeah, so those are just like some of the, some of the traits, I guess you could say of being whatever sibling you are um so yeah i don't know i don't really know i don't have like a resolution to this like i didn't like come here to say like oh here's how you like fix your oldest child syndrome because you can't i mean you can there is things that you can do to like work on yourself to improve the feeling that you have but like here's the thing i grew up wanting like so much for myself like i grew up having these like insane thoughts of what my life was going to be and i still do like i still sit when i'm laying in bed at night i'm like damn you know what's gonna happen the podcast is gonna blow up and the gym page is gonna blow up and i'm going to be able to like create this life that i have always wanted and that i have like aspired to build but i find that like I want so much more for myself than what I think I actually deserve which that fucking sucks (laughs) when you like when you actually think about the fact that like I like I constantly sit there and dream about all of these things that I want and that I like I plan out how I'm gonna get there and like all of these things when I don't actually think that I deserve any of it And that is such a fucking weird feeling to have. And I also, like, I wouldn't change my birth order. I want to preface that. I'm not sitting here saying that I would rather be the middle sibling or I would rather be the youngest. 
because every regardless of who you are regardless of what role you fill in your family dynamic there's shit that goes along with that i'm not sitting here and saying that like any option is the good option all i'm saying (laughs) is that like being the oldest daughter is like a birth order that it's like it's like a birth order curse that stole a huge chunk of my childhood and it also stole my mom's childhood you know like it's the same shit but i think such a cool thing about that is that it also just gives you that opportunity to break generational curses it gives you that opportunity to break like generational trauma and cycles and these things that have repeated for like fucking centuries you know (laughs) like i think one of the coolest things that this is gonna make me cry and i'm not gonna cry today because i don't have it in me to cry but one of the coolest things is getting to like grow up beside my parents and seeing them mentally and emotionally grow And especially, like, my mom was such a people pleaser for so long. And, like, I know where it comes from. Like, I get it. That's the thing. I think part of what, like, hurts my soul (laughs) is that I see shit that, like, my mom is going through or my mom is, like, talking about. And I get it, you know? Because we are, like, cut from the same cloth. You know, we are in the same position of being the oldest daughter, you know, and my mom's not the oldest kid in her siblings, but she's the oldest daughter, whatever. But like, um, getting to like grow up beside her and beside my dad and see them discover all these things about their life that they don't like about their personalities and they are going to like actively work on growing from instead of just like cycling into these again generational cycles of like well their parents acted like this because their parents acted like this so that's how they're gonna act you know like it's a really cool thing as i get older to also watch my parents get older and see them grow up in different ways um yeah i don't know i think that's really cool and i don't want to make it seem like being the oldest kid is like this all bad thing and that it's like this big negative in my life and whatever because it's not is there parts of it that suck yes but there would also be parts of being the youngest that suck there's also like life sucks (laughs) that's just the truth about it there's no way of escaping that um but i think like hearing people talk about it and hearing people talk about the stuff that you are going through or that you have experienced in the past or whatever it is i think it creates this feeling of like okay this is gonna be okay you know regardless of how much it sucks right now regardless of how shitty it's been whatever it's gonna be okay because these other people go through it these other people have gotten to the other side of this and they're doing fine and i think yeah I think that's really cool. I guess, like, here's the thing. And here's something that I think is really, really important for people to understand and for people to, like, embrace in their life. If you say, like, in your relationship with your parents, 
it is not the child's responsibility to be a peacemaker. It is not a child's responsibility to keep the family dynamic the way it is. That is not something that can or should be expected on a child, regardless of how old that child is. I am 21 and I still, like, it is still not my responsibility to be a peacekeeper for my parents in whatever regard that is. Like, doesn't matter what the situation is. It is not my responsibility to be a peacekeeper. Now, don't get me wrong. It is my responsibility person to person to like foster a good relationship and whatever else. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that it's like the entire responsibility is on parents. But once you have adult children, that does not mean that you are allowed to use your children as like a token to like, well, you need to keep the peace. You need to make sure that everybody else is happy. That is not your kid's responsibility, regardless of how old that kid is. So if you're the kid and you're in a position where your parents are making you feel like it is your responsibility to reach out, it is your responsibility to maintain the relationship, it's not. It is not your responsibility. And they are in the wrong for expecting that of you because here's the thing, guys. Doesn't matter if they're your parents, doesn't matter if they're your siblings, doesn't matter if they are blood related to you at all. Family is not defined by blood. As much as that sucks sometimes, it's the truth. Um, You being like biologically connected to that person does not mean you have to maintain a relationship with them. If it's an unhealthy relationship, if it is something that is actively like wrecking parts of your life or causing you distress or causing you mental, physical, emotional pain, it is not something you have to upkeep. You are not responsible for people-pleasing. You are not responsible for making everybody in your life happy, especially if you are not happy because of it, you know? So I don't know. Keep that in mind. Um, If you are the oldest sibling or if you're the oldest daughter specifically, hey guys, go to therapy. (laughs) I think everybody should go to therapy. I say that as I don't currently actively go to therapy, but we're working on that. Um, There is ways to grow from that like impending doom of like, oh my god, if I don't keep everybody happy, the whole family is going to fall apart. You don't have to feel like that. That It's not your job. That is not what should be expected of you ever, especially in your family. That's insane. Um, So yeah, I don't know. I hope even if you took nothing out of this, I hope that you like learned something or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know. I went a little off script because my script made it seem like I was saying a TED talk and I didn't want that. I didn't want this to come across as me being like preachy and saying like, this is how you're going to fix your life because it's not what I wanted. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I hope that you guys took something from this. I hope that it helped you or that it gave you like an eye-opening, like, whoa, that is how I'm feeling type of moment, whatever it did. Um, I hope it did something. <laughs> so I, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. I hope that you stayed till the end. If you did, thank you so much. Um, go follow the Instagram. It's hey.fromm. I still suck at being active on there because... 
For some reason, it makes me nervous to post on there. I don't know why. I post on my gym account like 8 billion times a day. People probably fucking hate it. But for some reason, the podcast Instagram feels like intimidating. But we're trying. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to try and do a couple question boxes and polls throughout the week and that type of thing because uh, I think like the interactive stuff is helpful but anyways go to that if you've listened well if you've listened this far please leave a like please leave a review something whatever it takes two seconds of your time and it makes a big difference in my life um so yeah I hope you guys have an awesome week I hope you guys are gonna have a good Monday if you're listening to this on Monday um yeah, I hope you have a good week. I'm so, so happy you're here. I hope that you take time for yourself this week and I hope you acknowledge that you are allowed to prioritize yourself regardless of what that looks like. Um, yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, you guys. I will chat with you next week. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs>